everyone, it's Adam again, and we had the incredible opportunity to talk with Natalie Shea over Zoom video. Natalie was born and raised in North London and attended the Brit School in South London for high school, basically. And the Brit School has had so many amazing artists out of there. Uh, Amy Winehouse, Adele, Rex Orange County, and uh, countless others. So Natalie tells us how she got into the school. Thousands upon thousands of people applied to get into the Brit School every year, and she was one of the lucky ones to make it in when she was 14 years old. Prior to getting in the school, she had already learned guitar, classical guitar, starting at age five. And she started writing songs around 13, and she had already done a bunch of shows. She was gigging at 13 as well in London. So she was already pretty well-rounded before attending uh, the Brit School. While she was there, she released her first song. She talked about that. She talked about putting out her first EP, which came out in April 2020. So just after COVID was a big thing, she put out her record. She talked to us about being one of the judges for the UK Eurovision competition. One of five people that got to uh, judge that in 2018, which is incredible. And she tells us all about her new song, Medicine Boy, and the plans for her new EP. You can watch our interview with Natalie Shea on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. We'd love it if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Natalie Shea. My name's Adam, and this podcast is about you, your journey in music, and we can talk about your new... The new songs you've been putting out, Medicine Boy and Rapture. Cool. Sweet. Sweet. Yay. Awesome. I did read that you're originally from North North England. Is that correct? North London. North London. North, North London. London. Yeah. Okay. Talk to me about that a little bit. Oh, well, you're at I've that. Always, I've always lived here. I've always lived in North London. I grew up here. I went to school in South London. That's about as far as I went. And then now I'm back in North London. <laughs> so, yeah. What's it like growing up in North London? It's really good to be honest. Like I suppose in the UK, like with music, it tends to be like you, people move to London to do it, obviously, because it's uh -huh. where everything is. So sure. I obviously recognise how fortunate I am to have grown up here because I didn't have to move anywhere because I was already here, um, which which has been special. But obviously, living in London and doing music is it's just kind of amazing and kind of awesome. And I guess like since COVID, when there was nothing going on, I noticed uh -huh. it even more. Like how it's so cultured and so so much going on and so much to do and so many people and it's just like I don't know I suppose it's just great to be somewhere where like, I can meet so many different people doing what I do or like people that can influence what I do and yeah mm -hmm. I, I think it's special I would never leave London <laughs> all right uh, yeah. from somebody like I've never been there I'm uh, okay. not very traveled but I'm curious is it like a sit more of a big city or a um, suburb yeah so it's like it's a big city obviously there's sure. the center of London but I suppose most people live around the outside I live around the outside but it's again it's in like 20 minute train like into central and I live right by uh, the train so right on yeah. that's awesome so as a kid growing up would you just to hop on the train and head into yeah the city. all the time all the time just and you so you get free travel like really cheap travel when you're like under 15 um so, oh really yeah so you can just get on the train and just go wherever and it's great it's really great fun it's really awesome <laughs> I, i've loved it yeah is that something that you like have to 
lie to your parents about like, oh yeah, I'm going to be going over to so-and-so's house and you could hop on the train and you guys would go into the city? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Literally, I had to a lot. But I guess for me, like doing music and stuff, um, it's a bit different because like I'd go into to do music stuff and like, I've been doing sure. this since I was 13. Like, I started gigging at 13. So Wow. Yeah, I've been doing it a long time. So I've always been. How did you get into music originally? Um, so I've been playing classical guitar since I was five. So I started playing classical oh, guitar wow. when I was five. Yeah. So I've always been into music in that sense, but like loads of people, I don't know about where you are, but like where we are, most kids learn an instrument at school, but then maybe only last like two years and then stop. <laughs> so, That's it here. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Around 10 ish kids. Yeah. Will, they, so you can decide on like five yeah, or six instruments and then 90% the of thing. them stop. <laughs> exactly. So like we all got offered an instrument or whatever you wanted to do. And I was the only one in my school that picked guitar. They all picked piano or violin, but I picked guitar. Oh, my we dad, didn't even my get dad, those cool instruments. Really? We, do you know what? It was like flute, clarinet, oh. trumpet, trombone. That's cool though. No, I think that's cooler. We don't do that much here. I think. That's oh, cool. really? I'd yeah. much rather learn how to play piano or guitar. <laughs> yeah. Well, my dad really wanted me to learn guitar. And I was at the time, I was like, no, I don't want to do guitar because all my friends are doing something else. Like, I don't want to be the only one doing guitar, but I uh -huh. did it. So I was playing guitar and I also, I really liked like musicals and musical theater. I've always really liked theater. So I got, I started doing musical theater around the same time too. And then I went to a Taylor Swift concert when I was like 10. And oh, it was like, yeah, so it was I like, love like, Taylor Swift. I do She's too. like one of my favorite people of She's all time. She's my favorite. So I saw her <laughs> when I was 10 at um, the O2 arena, which is like the biggest oh, sure. arena. Um, uh -huh. Went there, I saw it, I was like, that's so cool. I want to do that. Um, and then literally like the next week I started, cause I obviously I'm classically training guitar, but I didn't uh -huh. know like how to play chords or like, I didn't strum, like it was all picking. So oh. I, like, I need to learn how to play like chords so I could be cool. So I taught myself chords off a of Taylor Swift, like learn easy guitar with Taylor Swift book <laughs> thing. So that's how I learned guitar. And then I started writing songs. They were not good. Obviously I was like 10, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, I started experimenting. And then when I was 13, I was like, I've written some songs. I, I want to play them. So I, found like sort of local things or like things like like little competitions or little gigs I could apply for in London started playing little gigs and things and just kind of been doing it ever since oh my God. <laughs> wow well real quick was your dad a guitar player is that why he wanted uh, you to play guitar or? he can like play a bit of guitar but he was more he's a really big music fan he's like obsessed with Bob Dylan like he's the biggest Bob Dylan fan oh ever. cool so like, so you listened to a lot of Dylan growing up. Yeah. And it, I've, I've been to see him like so many times more than I've seen like anyone else. Really? <laughs> yeah. Cause I'd always go with my dad. <laughs> That's so cool. Was he yeah. your first concert? Do you remember? Uh, not my first. My first was Miley Cyrus. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's rad yeah. too. It was, she did, she did a tour, like when she first stopped doing Hannah Montana, she did that tour and I went and saw that and it was so oh. cool. so, Were you a big yeah. Hannah Montana fan? I was a bit. Yeah. Obviously like. I got Disney Channel quite late. So like to get Disney Channel here, you have to buy like the, the really expensive TV that like, so you can oh. get all the American channels. So I think it's obviously not expensive now, but back then it was, and my parents right. were like, oh no, we're not going to get the expensive TV. So I didn't get it until I was like 10. So I was a bit late because most people, all my friends like grew up with it. And I was a bit, I joined the party a bit, a bit late, <laughs> but yeah. What uh, what Taylor Swift tour did you see her on when you were 10? Um, that was Speak Now. So the oh, wow. Yeah. Really That's cool. awesome. Yeah. So have you seen her every tour after that? I haven't actually seen her again. I really? No, I haven't. I didn't go to Reputation because I think uh, at that time I was having a bit of like a, 
I don't know. I suppose like a crisis with my own music. I was like, oh, I'm too cool. Like I was like 15, 16. And I was really okay. into like indie bands and I wanted to like be cool. I was like, I'm not into Taylor Swift. I'm into bands. But obviously oh, now okay. that I'm out of that phase, I'm like, no, I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> so do I. I love her yeah. so much. I was so bummed. So uh, my wife and I, we spent like four hours on uh ticket or you know axs or whatever it was to buy tickets to see her yeah. for that lover she did like that lover fest that she was gonna do where she was gonna play new york and la and it was gonna be like the opening of this new la stadium and you know everyone was so you know psyched she was gonna yeah. be the first one to play there and it was like this huge deal and then obviously covid Oh, no. locked it all down it was oh, such a no. bummer that's the biggest thing yeah she funny. still has my money for my ticket so if she's listening i want to know when i'm gonna see her <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so but I'll yeah I was, I was bummed i've seen her a few times but uh yeah, yeah i was really looking forward to that one but yeah i'm sure oh, i'm looking forward to it for you i'm <laughs> so <Sure>. cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow okay so at 13 you were already heading into london to play shows yeah I, I, and then um were you so like busking or you actually got gigs? A bit of both. They were, I played a lot of like outside gigs, which were kind of like busking, but they weren't really because like I was on a little stage, but they can't just be like in the middle of somewhere, like little stage. So I did it was, I did sort of outdoor ones and then some little venues. And then when I was 14, I applied to this school called the Brit School, which is, you know, at the Brit Awards. Yes. Like, yeah, it's funded by the same... British. really so, yeah so brit sounds for british record industry trust and that's the fund and then they fund the brit awards and the brit school so there's this school called the brit school and that's in south london which is like an hour and a half for me to get to but like amy winehouse went there adele went there like loads of people went there uh -huh. it's really, so it's a like really cool school but it's, it's free yeah. so obviously it's loads free of people, yeah so loads of people apply because it's free and like it's really cool so I applied there at 14. I got in at 14 and then I went wow. there. So I started going across London every day for four years until I finished school at 18. And then I'm just doing oh, this full time. That must have been a huge accomplishment, <laughs> I would imagine. It was. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was the it was more like the confidence boost I needed because like oh, when I was like 13, validation 14, moment. yeah, like I was trying to do this music thing. And like some people at school were like, when are you doing like music, like YouTube and they were making fun or whatever. But I really like I really believed in it. And I think also like my dad believed in it. But my mum was a bit like, oh, you should probably like do a exams and like be a vet and because that was like my initial dream right because I like animals and I think getting into Brit was it was validation for me like oh actually I am as good, good. as I think I am like I could right. do this and like my mum was like oh like other people think she's good <laughs> like it was good it was just like it was a good confidence boost it kept me going well, I would suppose like from coming from your mom's perspective like okay like this is so hard I'm sure to pan <laughs> you know to make money yeah. and you know, support yourself. And then you know, obviously getting into this school where you have these legends that attend and it's like, eh, okay, maybe <laughs> I should let her pursue this. Yeah, was, no, exactly. Yeah. What was the audition process to get in the school? I'm sure thousands yeah. upon thousands of people. Yeah, they, get, they get a lot. So if, I think the first, the first, the first round is like an application. So it was half like filling in sort of what have I done before? Like I've played a few shows, I've written some songs, I've done like obviously classical graded exams because I've been playing classical. And then like a whole section on like, just sort of asking sort of abstracty questions, sort of like, what do you see yourself doing in the future? And when you're like 14, filling in like a thing like, Right. It's, it's, Where do you yeah. see yourself in 10 yeah, years? Yeah, this is what yeah. I mean. Like normal 14 year olds don't know what they want to do in 10 years or like don't realistically know. But I was feeling it was like, obviously, I want to do music. I'd like to do this. I'd like to do that. So there was that. And then I think they accept 600 applications to come and audition. And the audition was like several rounds. Like one was an interview. One was a performance. One was like a music theory. One was like a 
record like a music oral thing like they play something and you sing it back like a few little tests Whoa. just to see like yeah but it was cool it was really That's good I was, I was yeah wow. it, is, it was intense it was a really like it was probably like the whole day I remember getting so nervous that I'd like made myself really ill but I wasn't ill I was just you know like when you get really nervous yeah and, yeah just... I'd given oh my myself gosh. like a really sore throat but I wasn't ill I was just I'd worked myself up for it so much but no, was like that the most nervous you've ever been? Do you think? Probably, like it was the biggest deal, and I and like even now, I'd still say that because looking back, everything. Like, obviously, I've done bigger things since, or like sure. harder things since, but none of that would have happened if I hadn't have done that. So uh-huh. ultimately, that was the biggest thing I've ever done. Right? Because that's it, insane. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I, it's weird to me that they do like an uh, like a regular interview. They're like, so yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, can they yeah. just listen to you and like hear your music I and be like, they oh, want okay. a type, they want a certain type of person, and I think they mentioned that. But when you do go there, you do realize what they mean by that. It's like. Yeah, at the audition there was lots of people that obviously thought they were like the best thing in the world and like like oh like they don't want like dark, the arrogant yeah. people they don't want people they want people that want to go somewhere and collaborate with other people and aren't necessarily going for themselves but are more sort of going to go to this school to work with other people to mm-hmm. learn stuff not people that are like I'm the best thing you should put me in like right so, yeah so they, they they do pick a certain type of person but ultimately that makes the environment much nicer like there wasn't really anyone there that I didn't like like I liked everyone everyone was really really into music wanted to help each other and it's not just music it's they do like there's different courses so music's the, the main one obviously because it's the most famous because of the successes but obviously they do other things they do like acting they do filmmaking it's they're all arts like they do it's dance. all arts yeah wow. so they do dance musical you, you know fame like it's like that that's <laughs> like, so rad yeah so it's like fame the school in fame and also like victorious like it's like the school like hollywood arts like it's just like they've got yeah. loads of it's like an art school, but um, we've had other people come through other than music. Like Tom Holland was there at, when I was there as well. He was doing obviously acting, and now he's Spider Man. So <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. Was he like your like he's in your grade? Uh, like, he or was, was attending the school when you were there. He was older. He was two or three years older than me. But, but he's um, still there. Yeah, he was there. I think even in, in his last year or second to last year when I was when I was first there, and I remember being like, "That's because he was already famous because he'd been in The Impossible, which was the film about the tsunami." Oh so, sure. Yeah. Oh, so okay. we all yeah. So we all knew we were like, "Oh, he's like famous, like he's a famous boy here." Um. So yeah, I met him a few times, but he was really nice. Was he like a big deal at the school? Like going he, Yeah, like we had a few people that had like already done a few things and we were always like aware of who those people were. But um That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. You knew you met Spider-Man. Literally. <laughs> you I went did. to school with Spider-Man. Yeah, I went to school with Spider-Man. It's <laughs> That's so cool. Huge. Wow. <laughs> <I know>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is there like um I know we're kind of going off here on your the school, but it's really fascinating to me. Are there like Adele and like Amy Winehouse kind of like sections of the school I would imagine like mm. kind of sh- showcasing them or not at all no they have a wall like they have one wall where they have sort of some of the alumni and of all the courses though so they had like a few we've got other alumni but they've all gone from my head right now like Jesse right. J was there like a few people like that so okay. they would have like pictures of all these people but it just like in one board and I suppose it's, just, it's more there like to inspire you like it's inspiring right. you go into school you go like oh they went to this school I want to be like that so like, it's just inspiring right. it's not yeah which is nice that is a few, cool. yeah it's, it's more like a mural uh, alumni based thing but yeah wow. <laughs> okay and obviously you learn to collaborate there which i'm sure is huge because it yeah. looks like you've, you've collaborated with a lot of artists in, yeah in no i career. have i have and i think the main thing that came out of that school is like all of my music videos 
everyone that's been involved in them went there. So like the person oh, that made wow. them, yeah. So like we had filmmakers, so all the filmmakers that have ever made my music videos went to the school. All the people that are in them were doing like acting at the school. So like the costumes that I've had, if I've ever had costumes been made by someone doing costume, like, so it's, it's, it's in that you have like sense, your own little yeah. network there. Yeah, of, and of, I think that's the point wow, really. That's it's, so it's, cool. Yeah, that's the point. It's cause you, you, you meet people there and then hopefully you can just like take your careers together which is important right you're kind of building each other up yeah no for sure because even like some of the artists that came out the school now that are touring like really big ones all of their band like rex orange county like most of his band were there really yeah it's it's cute it's really nice that is cool he didn't go there though yeah he did he he did wow yeah a year (laughs) above me We, we, we were pretty good friends but when he was there he was a drummer he wasn't a singer so it's kind of random that he's a singer now Wow, yeah. <laughs> that's so fascinating. Oh my gosh. It's funny when I first heard his name, I thought he was from Orange County, California. When I was from San Diego. So I was like, <laughs> oh, that and then I found out he wasn't. <laughs> he's not even from America. I was like, no, well, he's that's from South London. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was he was going by Rex for years. Like, I knew him as Rex, but the Rex Orange County came like after we finished. I didn't, yeah. Oh, that's I don't know where it came from, but I like yeah. it. It's cool. Yeah. But that's rad that you guys all like, you know, lift each other up. You grab yeah. people from the film department and the costume department. Yeah. And if you succeed, then essentially everyone else does. They can put that on the resume. Like, oh, you know, Natalie Shea was on her. I did her video and then it's here. It has X minute views on YouTube or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like they can, everyone can add to their. Exactly. That's that's the best thing about it. It's just like it's that's inspiring. So meet people. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Good wow. Were you releasing songs like on Spotify and YouTube while you're attending uh, school? I did. I released my first one like in my first year there. I think I was 15. I was just, that Follow I, You Home? That was Follow You Home. Yeah. Okay. So I put that out when I was there and no one in my year at the time would put anything out and they were a bit like, oh, that's so random that you did that. And I was a bit like, I didn't really know. But it was, yeah, it was the first one. And like um, all the all the musicians on it were at school with me. The video was made by someone that was at school with me. The people in the video were at school with me. So it was quite nice. Like it was the first sort of collaboration I did. And I did one more track while I was there, a similar sort of thing, two years later called And They Stare. Mm-hmm. And then everything else has been since I finished. But okay. You're friends so, with everyone. so were you getting attention from like people or, you know, management or labels or anything while, while you're attending the school or a little bit? Was that yeah. Like came later? A, a little bit. Like I've always, I wasn't at the time I was more, more focused on the live thing. Like I am now. And I do see myself as a live artist. Like mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing to do. I suppose everyone's got their favorite thing. Some people like writing, some people like recording. I like playing live like more than okay. anything. Um, so I, I definitely, it's like the life I do what I do so that I can play live. Like I write and record music so that I can play live. Cause that's how I see it. Cause I love playing live the most. So I've mm-hmm. always really been focused on that. And at the time I was more focused on the live thing and I was doing quite well in the live circuit and I built up quite a big like I was playing like the like cool shows and getting on good sort of like industry showcases so I was doing that that type stuff but I didn't focus too much on pitching the music until after I finished and knew a bit more also I didn't really know anything I was like 15 I didn't didn't really know what I was doing I knew that I wanted to do music but wasn't really sure like how (laughs) well I mean pre covid right that was kind of the formula like you'd write a song write a record and put it out and and try to play it in front of as many people as possible exactly exactly um now the game's kind of changed no it has because i put my ep out in april last year which was right at the start of everything and i i didn't even get to play any of it live until like a month ago like oh wow i was so like i hadn't played it like i was like i'm saving it i'll save it i'll wait for the big show and i'll play it live first time amazing the show didn't happen which has now been moved to this november like keeps getting moved 
I don't know oh. if it'll happen, but we'll see. But um, so have yeah. you had a chance to play at all? You said you played last now. month. Okay. Yeah, I've had a few. So since since restrictions have been semi lifted, I've had like loads of sort of outdoorsy, like small festivals type uh-huh. things. I had one like pretty big gig like a couple of weeks ago supporting a band like near me. It was like 600 people, which is the most I've paid to in like a year and a half. Um, wow. Yeah, it's mad. But I did do one one headline show. I did like a socially distanced headline in June, which was which was really great like to be able to do that because it was like it was a proper show, but obviously everyone was sitting down and there wasn't as many people as usual. Yeah, but sure. that was the closest I've had to like a full gig since that everything. was that the first one you played back in yeah first like class? first proper one yeah first proper what was one. it like was it you know i'm, I'm it was sure amazing. emotional oh no it was emotional it was weird because it's the first time i've like said to the band like we're playing songs when all pretty much like 80 percent of the songs were songs we've never played normally it's like i'll add in like one or two but right it's been so long i was like it's all new songs i've got <laughs> so we played all these new songs it was great like it sold out within like two days and like That's i huge. guess people were just waiting to see me live like for ages but yeah it was, it was lovely it was it was very special and um yeah, it was just very, very special. And I, I guess I probably won't get to do something like that again or that will mean that much again because I don't think things will get that bad again. Right. And and I've talked <laughs> to other people about this where they've either done those like a socially distant show or um, one of those drive-in concerts. Yeah. And it's like some, one of those things, like it's almost like a bucket list thing that you never yeah. thought you'd ever have to check. In 2019, you would never imagine that you'd be playing to people spread apart and, you know, be locked inside. And, you know, it's just no, something totally. that was so unimaginable. Literally, it's, it's, it's so strange. And like, they're not allowed to sing back at you and they're not allowed to cheer vocally. Like it's. Wait, what? There's, we had weird rules like you're allowed to do socially distant gigs, but the crowd aren't allowed to sing they're not allowed to stand up. They're not allowed to like go, woo, they're only allowed to clap. So it was like weird little things. I I guess for the spreading of Just, voices, I don't know. Yeah, but, like singing <laughs> and getting like your spit in the air. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But it was wow, weird. Like, I haven't I heard that one yet. No, it's weird. So I'd finish and everyone would be like, I'll be like, okay, I'm like talking and no one's responding. <laughs> it was just a weird, it's something you have to learn. Like I never had to play a song where people can't like respond to me. Is that still the case? <laughs> No, it's we're, okay. we're, all, all restrictions have been lifted now here. So. Okay, that's wow. I've yet to hear that one. You can come to the show, you can clap, but you can't sing back can't or sing back. cheer or yeah. open your mouth. Essentially, it was like it was like that for a long time. For a long time here, for every event, it was very much like you're not allowed to sing back or wear a mask. Oh my like, gosh. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So if they heard you singing, would they come like kick you out of the show? Like uh, I maybe. Think, yeah, like we we had the security guard said like he was like oh just like make sure you say something on the stage because obviously like it's not my rules to implement but like it it's the rules oh. so make sure you just mention to them on stage what i had to say on the stage i was like oh guys just so you know like you're not allowed to sing <laughs> <laughs> weird oh that's weird um i i saw that you also what you're you took a part of uh, eurovision yeah i was on the uk like jury in 2018 i think it was so, okay, you're so on the like, jury. Yeah, Tell the me jury. about that a little bit. So, so for a long time, the votes were always on the phone. But then because it right. was always really political, they brought in this jury system so that half of the votes are from the public and half of the votes are from a jury. And every country has their own jury, which which we judged the dress run. Um, 
and then it's like the jury vote gets submitted so when you go to the different countries and they're like oh 12 points from blah 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 that's the jury vote so oh. i was so there's only five of us on this jury i was me and this other girl were the youngest two and the others were like way older than us and um, we judged we did the semi-final and the final we watched the dress run we sit in this room like no phones no we're not allowed to like talk to anyone in the outside world about it like until it's obviously been were you allowed to talk to your TV. jury members yeah so we had to okay. sit there there was those people in the room monitoring us but they weren't allowed to talk so only us five were allowed to talk we discussed what we whatever and we'd set off a score and that was our score and then when they come the next day obviously in the actual final when they came to the uk and we're like what's the uk vote and they were like oh 12 points blah blah, blah. that was our vote which was it was cool because obviously every year i watch it and i have an opinion but my opinion mm -hmm. never really matters so it was nice once that my opinion on wow. <laughs> the music <That's> amazing <laughs> how did you get that uh, opportunity Totally random. Somebody I knew said, um, would you like to do it? Actually, I was I was on the like waiting list. I was they were like, oh, we haven't got any reserves this year. So Sophie Ellis Baxter, who's obviously famous, she was meant uh -huh. to be on the jury and the, I was the first reserve. And they were like, you probably won't get called up, but keep these days free anyway. So I kept them free. Like, I was hopeful. And then like a week before they were like, oh, yeah, Sophie Ellis Baxter is not doing it. Do you want to do it? I was like, yeah, I do. Wow. So, <laughs> so that's how that happened. Wow. Well, is it all people obviously in the industry or? Yeah, but not all artists. No, oh, I was, I, yeah, I was the only artist. And then we had like someone who was in, um, he did music, but he was also, he was, he's the musical director of Hamilton. He still is actually uh, wow. on, on the West End, obviously. And then we had like a radio DJ. Yeah. Um, one of the other girls, she was a songwriter, but not so much an artist. And then a lady who's just, I keep coming across her everywhere. She's so involved with everything. Like she's involved with artists. She's involved with like all these sort of, like platforms that champion artists and corporations and like prs and like loads of things she's everywhere but oh, okay she's like <laughs> yeah. a behind the scenes yeah industry person. i think she, i think she was a singer like when she was younger but now she's just so involved with like helping up loads of different artists which is really it's amazing so that is amazing that's cool i heard the u.s <laughs> is gonna like steal that idea and and do something similar oh really Not, yeah a eurovision idea yeah i don't know if they're gonna like do each state like competes and then it kind of goes, I, I don't know, but I've heard like wind of this happening. Oh, wow. I've talked to I'd other artists that. that were that sounds cool. Submitting, yeah. Like yeah. song. Cause everyone submits their own song, right? Their yeah. own original. In every and then... country. Yeah. So there's a team like in every country that I think they like have the songs and they like eliminate songs. They pick the song and they go, go through loads of artists. Like who we can have sing it, blah, blah, blah. And then it's a big, it's a big project, I think. Sure. That's yes. so cool. Did you see the Will uh, Ferrell movie about it? I haven't. I don't know no. why I haven't. I'm really I've... into Demi Lovato at the moment. Like I was just finished watching all of her documentaries because I think she's so interesting. Like really, really she cool. totally is. Yeah. So I think so because obviously it was mentioned in that, and I was like, I really need to see that film. So yeah, I'm going to watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it either, but I've I've heard either you love it or you think it's like the worst movie Will yeah. Ferrell's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess <laughs> I would I assume that you probably you'll probably like it because you are familiar to with with the format of Eurovision, I would yeah, think that maybe so. people from here don't get it as much, but <laughs> yeah, that's cool that you're involved in that. One of nice. five people. Wow. It I mean, cool. that's it was cool. kind of a rad thing to be a part of. I'd imagine. Yeah. And it was really, it was really special. And obviously I couldn't tell anyone. So I know nobody knew I'd done it. And then on the <laughs> night of the show, I like when the actual finals on the TV, I had my own show that night. So I came off stage and like, someone messaged me saying like oh my god were you on the jury and i was like oh my god like I've t i told my friend but she told someone am i in trouble and, they uh -huh. were, and i was like how do you know that and they were like oh yeah they just said your name on the tv i was like oh okay that's fine then. wow cool. <laughs> i did get i was so panicky i was like oh god someone's told them like i'm gonna get in so much 
I'm busted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you like being filmed or was it just like, here's the nominee, here's the judge's name? Uh, it was just our names, but it opened okay. the show like Graham oh, Norton. Cool. Was like, yeah, he said, like, here's the jury this year. And they said my name. But at the time it was a bit random because I was like 18 and like hadn't done yeah. so much. It was, it was, I guess it was quite random, but. That's cool. cool. That yeah. is cool. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about the the Naked EP real quick. Is that obviously something that you had written and recorded prior to COVID yeah. happening and in hopes that you'd be <laughs> yeah. able to tour it? So it was written the year 2019, like early 2019. And then I had yep. it ready to go. And like I had two singles out and then COVID hit. And then I was like, we did have a chat. We were like, oh, should we postpone it until after COVID? But as it turns out, like after COVID isn't a thing. So I'm glad I just put it out. Anyway. Yeah. It's still COVID. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's still COVID. Oh, but, um, wow. Yeah, it, it was okay. I came at a time where, you know, when everyone at the beginning was like, yay, everyone online releasing things. Like it was, it came when the, the buzz around sort of being creative was a th was a good thing. So in terms mm -hmm. of online, it did well, but obviously I, I was meant to like, I've never been to the States and I was meant to go to the States last May. Oh. And I was, yeah, I had like two weeks in LA planned. Like I had little shows and like some stuff and like little interviews and things. And I've never been and I my rule was always, I'll go to America when like, my music takes me there like i thought that's really important to me maybe a bit pretentious yeah but like that's really no, important to me like, sure. yeah that's like cool. I, i'd like to go there for work like obviously I, I could go whenever but i want it to be for work i want it to be like the music took me there that's important like mm -hmm. so i was like already for my first one like yeah so it didn't happen but i'll do it like, yeah <laughs> we, we would love to have you yeah i'll um, still do it i just moved from southern california la or, oh, cool. or san diego which is about okay. two hours south and then we moved my family and i we just moved to nashville so another music city that maybe yeah, you'll you'll be able to make oh, it too <laughs> i'd love to i'd love to i'd love to go everywhere but i'd yes. like the music i'd like for me it's important that the music takes me there i suppose when when you do music and it's not like i suppose like with a job it's like salary or like position is a mark right. of success whereas in music it's like there's not really markers of success it's kind of all checklists so, right like so i yeah so for me it's like part of the checklist is music has to take me around the world and that's a checklist <laughs> so yeah <laughs> that's cool have you been able to play outside of london I've like done a bit. I've, yeah, I've done France a few times. I've done Paris okay. a bit more. So like when I was a bit younger, I did I did a few bits in Paris, like with Gibson and like Gibson. Wow. Guitars. Yeah, I did some cool stuff there, but I haven't really been anywhere else yet. But I'd like to. That's the plan. Sure. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Um. Well, obviously, COVID shuts down this this tour and everything with with that record. And what do you how like how quickly do you start writing some of these new songs or these songs <laughs> that you already had prior? Or, how did that like affect uh, you creatively? It was a bit of both. Um, that around, so maybe like I had two months working, like putting the EP out. So I was busy and I wasn't bored. And then sort mm. of after the EP campaign ended, I was like, right, maybe I should think about what's next. Like it doesn't look like this COVID thing's ending. So I need to think. And then they allowed in the UK, you could, because we were current at the time, we weren't allowed to see anyone or hang out with anyone, but then mm -hmm. they allowed you could work indoors. So I was like, okay, that means I can go to a studio and actually write a song. So there was like a window and it only lasted maybe three weeks before they locked it all down again. So in oh, that wow. three weeks, I planned like every day I was like, we're going to write a song. And I went everywhere. I went all over the country, right with all the people I went to write with. And in literally in those three weeks, I wrote like three of the songs that are on the CV. So wow. yeah, so it was good. So the first one was Medicine Boy. I wrote that with someone in that time. And then we didn't even like, luckily we were, we, I liked it so much. We recorded the vocal on the second day that instead we were meant to do two days of writing, but I, we wrote the song on the first day. I said, I love that song. Let's record. Mm -hmm. So the second day we recorded the vocal, but it was lucky because I wouldn't have actually had a chance to go back and record the vocal if 
if that's like because the way that things yeah out, the way like it, it worked yeah. out if it would have so, shut down yeah. then you then you'd be exactly. sitting on it right so I was yeah so we're really lucky to have done that because then we could finish obviously finish the production remotely like all I need to do is give an opinion like <laughs> so yeah <laughs> so we did the rest over zoom but yeah so I wrote that in like the first week then the next single new wave which is coming out in like three weeks from now uh-huh. um, on the 2nd of September I wrote that one like a week after that the same sort of thing I was like I really like this one although we didn't actually get to record that one until kind of recently but i knew that i wanted that one out i liked it okay yeah. so you were doing a lot of the writing over zoom after the fact after you yeah. got to cut medicine boy and then you waited till everything kind of for the so yeah. for the new single you were actually able to go into the studio and record it, it just took a yeah. while we, we we yeah we did it maybe oh, i don't know just before we had another lockdown at christmas i think it was right before that one like october so <laughs> there's been so I many i can't I even remember when, when is this gonna was. end I don't know, but you don't really know if like at the moment, obviously all restrictions have been lifted here and we're all kind of like, yeah, it's over. But like, you have to remember it might not be over because it's not over everywhere. It's only Mm -mm. like, yeah, come back and they're there. It's lifted here and like they're doing festivals and like blues happened and uh, coming up next the beginning of next month is Bonnaroo. And I just saw in in a thing uh, that you have to show that you're vaccinated or like a negative COVID test. I don't know how recent the negative COVID test yeah. has to be. I'm imagining it has to be. Yeah, we like have a, we have that day like that. or something. <laughs> yeah, because we, we've got these little like rapid tests, um, and everyone's got loads of them. They wherever you go, they give you a box. So I've got we're at home now. We've got like boxes. Oh, really? Yeah, we just keep getting given them because it's like for most things at the moment, like work here, it's like you have to do one on the day and show, like which I guess is good. Um, right. But at least That's they're providing that for you. Yeah, we get them for free pretty easy. Like they're just a little swab, stick up your nose, put it on the thing. Like, but we can get them anywhere. So yeah, That's- here it's still kind of a bit of a mess to try to do it. You have to like <laughs> go into like um my younger son was going to gymnastics camp during the summer and uh they got we got like the la- they got closed down the last week and it's they said, Oh, you know, somebody had COVID and they were going to do a thing where you show a negative test and like, just to get them the test, it was like, we had to schedule an appointment and go to this like minute clinic thing and then do oh, it. Right. And it was like, they're not, you can't just go into like a location and say, I want a box <laughs> yeah. of these things. Like it's yeah. not a, a it's, deal it's, yet. It's good. It's a really good thing that they've managed to get, but I feel like the accuracy of them is not totally right because I also have friends that have got COVID and they've done these tests and the tests have said they haven't, but they have because we did, they did a proper test. and they Oh, so, really? Yeah. So they're a little bit, but like if they shoddy. do, but at so least they can probably save a few lives, so it's okay. Sure. And maybe you'll get you into a festival. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. As horrible as that is, but um, exactly. wow. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. So, well, that's, I mean, at least they have those. We don't, like I said, we don't have that here it's yet, unless yeah, I'm not aware of it. Maybe they haven't quite reached there, but they're, yeah. they're kind of new in the last like month. They've been a thing, but they're, they're really good. They, they seem, it's like, makes total sense, to be honest. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, you just, Test yourself, stick it in the thing, negative. Okay, cool. I can yeah. go do whatever I need to do. Yeah, exactly. No, it's good. And um, I think they're rolling out the whole, like, if you've been vaccinated, you get like a like a thing on your app because we've all got like an app, like a COVID app thing like oh. on the NHS. So it's I think, like that like, movie. Have you seen yeah. what is it, Pandemic where he, you have to get like the tattoo and like, it's like, tee, like before oh, you really? go in the store. Yeah, it's bizarre. It was like a movie that from, you know, oh, obviously no before way. this all happened. Yeah, um, I didn't like know that. At one I point, that you that. get yeah, you get like a vaccine, and it's like a invisible. I think it's an invisible tattoo or something. And at the very end, 
as I spoil the movie, uh, he has to go into a store. You have to like, he's like going into yeah. a store and they're like, like they yeah, like yeah, scan yeah. him in. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so scary. And like, it's like the Simpsons thing, isn't it? How they like Shh. Yeah, it's weird. But I mean, the app thing, I guess that's kind of cool. It's just like, here, do you, yeah. you don't have to carry that card around. No. Um, yeah. But wow. yeah, yeah, I think the vaccines have been pretty good here. Like, I had mine really early. I don't know why mm-hmm. I had mine. So, I, because obviously, like, I'm 22. So, I'm meant to be like now. Like, I yeah, mine like, in, like last. February. I literally <laughs> oh, had wow. mine. Yes. But I think because my parents are kind of old and they got theirs, I feel like there's a link uh. there. Sure, um, sure. I, I, did, I did ask when I got there. I said, do you, do you know why I'm here? And they were like, you do, were like, do you have health problems? I was like, no. And they were like, oh, maybe you just got lucky. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> they didn't even question it. I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, so I was obviously lucky, but most people I know have had at least one now anyway. because you get That's two, good. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get yeah. two. Well, that's good. I'm glad uh, stuff's starting to open up there. It sounds like even more so a little bit yeah. than here in that sense. But um, yeah, I guess there's less people to vaccine. <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> wow. Well, OK, so you have another song coming out this week, you said, or next week? Uh, in three weeks. Three weeks. Sorry. Well, I don't remember when this is coming out, but it'll be on the 2nd uh, of September. That's when it's coming okay. out. Um, so, yeah, that's. I think that's like one of my favorites. I mean, they're all my favorites, obviously. I wouldn't be putting them out, but it's one of the one of the favorites. Tell I, me about I the think, song. I mean, it was yes. written after this yeah. lockdown happened. Any influence so, on the song? A bit, a bit. I've been writing like recently. Obviously, I've been preparing for the press releases. So I've been, I do. I like to do like written pieces so that if I do get asked interview questions, like written ones, I can always reference what I wrote before so that sure. I can kind of yeah. So I, I like to write these sort of like paragraphs about them so i've been writing the one about this one yesterday so i suppose it's the song's called new wave Mm -hmm. um it's essentially about like that period when you first realize that you've got like new feelings with someone and like Mm -hmm. that little butterfly is exciting but also like you're scared and it might not go anywhere so you kind of got to be like well i'll enjoy the feeling whether it goes anywhere or not um so it's kind of about that but i guess when we wrote it because when i go into a session we chat for like hours about what's on our minds and then we'll mm-hmm. be like, what should we write about from what we just chatted about? So it was kind of a mix of that, but also I'd said that this year I'd been thinking a lot because I don't normally think, I think like about tomorrow, I can get through tomorrow and I'm already like got loads of things to think about and it's great fun, but I don't normally just sit and think about like, what's my purpose? What am I doing here? And like suddenly all my work had gone, like all the things that I thought were my purpose. I've always been playing shows since I was 13, like every week since I was 13 and suddenly I didn't have any shows. I was a bit like, okay, like that's weird. Like what am I actually doing? Like, um, so I was having all these crises and I was thinking like, I'd really thought I grow grew up. I think I made myself grow up just, I suppose growing up is just realizing things. It's not really like maturing. It's just understanding the world and realizing things. And in that way you mature. So I think I was telling her how I feel like I'm, I'm onto like, I think a new, a new me, like a new, a new vibe, just a new wave. So there you go. So it was kind of about that. Like, obviously it was about a relationship, but it's not just that it was more, I felt like it feels like a new, a new thing, like a new, mm-hmm. And I think that's true. I think that's how I have been. I'm definitely a bit different than I was before, but in a good way. I realized what I didn't like about myself and I changed it and I realized what I did like and I'm confident in that. So, I like that. Yeah. That's a good outlook. Um, yeah. <laughs> was that, so you talked about, you know, talking with whoever you're writing, co-writing with or writing with for like a, a while prior to starting the song. Yeah. Have you, when you wrote over Zoom or have you wrote over Zoom and was that a lot different? <laughs> like you have to like, is it like business right away? Cause you're sitting here or is it like, you're still chatting? Um, A bit of both. Are? Like okay. we'd, we'd still chat a bit, but I suppose like chatting on Zoom is not the same as chatting in person. Um, right. 
but obviously I pref- obviously love doing in person but I can't totally shun the zoom because I did write some pretty good songs on zoom with some people that it really really worked with but then again it there was more chance of them not working out like normally I'd say there's a sort of a 70% success rate within in-person sessions that like the song's good um mm-hmm. and maybe 30% aren't whereas at zoom I'd say it's probably like 50% like really because it's a bit harder to like vibe if, if I'm here in my room and they're there wherever and we're like playing and there's yeah. a delay like it's, it's, the delay is the problem like we're trying to sing the song together and like only one of us can sing this, right, this, right, right. so yeah that's what's <laughs> but um yeah I feel I, I probably wouldn't unless like actually I've got a few I've got, actually got a session booked in with someone in Nashville like coming up so oh cool that's why zoom's useful because yeah, i can't just can, go to nashville for one day sure you can collaborate back. with people all over the <laughs> yeah, country, or all so over the world really exactly so for that reason it's been good it's been good that that's now a thing because it's it means i can write with people and not have to go all the way there for like one day or be like oh i can't write with you because you're all the way there so it's in that sense it's open doors mm-hmm. but obviously i still prefer being in a room with someone and sure. jamming and writing a song <laughs> yeah. yeah wow well, are the you said these are all going to be a part of an EP coming up? Yeah, so I've got another EP ready. I'm, the only reason I'm kind of holding off announcing when is just again with COVID and stuff. Like I've done one EP in a lockdown, which is fine, but doing mm. two, I'd rather just not. Yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd quite like to be able to do the next one properly. And obviously, like most of making the money back is the tour, and right. I'd quite like to do that this time. <laughs> so sure. yeah, and yeah. it's obviously it's the fun. Like you write something and you want to play it and people are excited by it. Like I I miss that and that was important. And I wanted to I didn't have that with the last one, so I want that mm. this time. <laughs> so, so this I one's wanna... done. The record's done. Yeah. So I'm just putting the singles out and then as for the final EP release date, that will be I'll, I think it'll be a bit clearer by the end of the year, like what's going on yeah. with the situation in the UK and shows. But um if my show goes ahead in November, then hopefully the EP will be around then. So that's cool. the plan. Yeah. Exciting, exciting. And uh, are you writing? Your sounds like you're already writing what will become like yeah, the next Yeah, I'm, I'm always writing. Work. I feel like <laughs> I've got the next one like ready to go and the, and the one after that. Like I'm, I'm always wow. like, I really, I've always been a bit like, I want to like plan everything out. And obviously I'll swap songs in and out as I write better ones or change as a person or whatever. But I like to always know like what I'm working for or have a plan. I think it's good to always have a plan. Cause then mm-hmm. if you meet someone like, like to potentially work with them like a business basis and they're like, what have you got coming next? Or what have you got mm-hmm. planned? At least I can tell you like what I want to do. I know that I want to put this out and I want to do this. And like, it's good to know. It helps rather than yeah. like, oh, I had an EP and now I don't really know. Like, I, right. I wanna, you have yeah, that kind I wanna, of a roadmap. We, yeah, you know where I, you're headed. Exactly. If it, if it sticks to that or changes, it doesn't really matter. But it's good to just have some sort of idea, I suppose. I don't really like living not knowing like what, what I'm going to do. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Well, I can't wait to hear uh, the song coming out. And I oh, love what thank you're you. doing. Yeah, the last thank you very much. songs are amazing and i appreciate you taking time to talk with me today no thank you for having me i was really happy when um they sent through and said that you wanted to have me on of course this is so so Uh, fun yeah i do have one more question for you Um, i want to know if you have any advice to aspiring artists um yeah i i think the main one Oh, everyone says it but it's so true because obviously I started so young and when I was young I, I had less obviously like branding's a big part of everything and mm-hmm. now I've got I'm older I can look at a branding and be like that's branding but when I was like 13 I didn't have branding I was just me like singing and so many people I met along the way that probably weren't quite 
good people as like wanted to change what I was doing I was told constantly like stop playing guitar like do you dance and I was like I don't really dance and they'd be like oh but well, you should stop playing guitar like all this stuff and I there was times where like I thought about it I thought like oh this person really knows what they're talking about maybe I'll stop playing guitar maybe I'll start writing different music and I think the main thing I've learned like yeah maybe I could be like mega famous if I'd have done that and work with that person but I wouldn't be happy like I'm really happy with what I do now I like the music I make is what I want to make and that's the most important thing so I'd just say to anyone starting out pick what you want to do just do that believe in that because yeah you could sound like someone else but ultimately the staple artists of like through time they always only sound like themselves they don't sound like someone else they sound like them so it's really important if you to, to do what you want to do and to just put music out as soon as you can I think that's another thing lots of people sort of seem to wait for like someone to knock on their door and be like oh would you like to put music out like I started at 15 I just wrote this song I recorded it and I was like well I'll just put it out then like what am I waiting for so I did and like yeah it wasn't didn't make me like number one in the charts and it now looking back it's not my best song but I wanted to do it and I learned a lot from it and every release I've learned so much how to do the next one and that's you need there's never never too early to start learning <laughs> you gotta start learning because it, it really will help I, I, I'm really like every time I do anything I learn so much like the EP I learned so much and now like for the next one I'll, I know what I'm going to change or what I'm going to do more of or what works and what will be better and I just I like learning <laughs>